Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One! Ciao, ciao, ciao. Explain, explain, explain. You guess this now. Okay, sorry. Ciao, ciao, ciao. I'm going to say... I don't think it's Mandarin or Cantonese. Nope, you're right. Jacko? I'll say... Indonesian. Sri Lankan. Vietnamese. Ah, very good. As we stroll through the other languages where uh, police officers would walk up and say, hello, hello, hello. That does sound likely for a Vietnamese policeman. Yeah, ciao, say, ciao, ciao. Uh, what nothing. do we have here? Just some discount souvenirs. Uh, <laughs> I was t- I was told not to open the bag, but if I took it to Australia and gave it to a family member, it would be greatly received. I'm an innocent man. Hey, big show today. Huge show, my friend. Um, but, you know, well, it'll be as good as the rest of them. <laughs> so if you've been enjoying them thus far. And we'd like to say thank you to those people that are continuing to download and download the podcast and telling their friends yeah. as the numbers build. Mm. Even anecdotally, costing Annie and I a pretty penny in the street with... That we haven't mentioned this, Rob, but the offer, of course, if you see us in the flesh, yep. of $1 uh, as a thank you for listening is there. It's our reverse subscription model. If you see us, we pay you $1. Must have change for 20 You've got to have change for 20 We don't want any of this. And no eye rolls. And no eye rolls or we get a dollar off you. Yes. <laughs> and we don't. And we, you, we march you to the ATM. But, uh, and we must have guys, change for 20 to give you change for an eye roll. Guy came up to me at the train station and asked for a dollar the other day. And I said, so I'll make you have change for a five. And he didn't. And... It's like, God help him if he eye roll. <laughs> he didn't eye roll, but I mean, how often are you carrying around coins? Luckily, the last few times I've been hit, I had a few. I normally turn to Beck and yep. she yeah, empties her. Yeah, those, those, those phones yeah, me a bit. I, be warned, Jack, because mm. Jack notoriously tight. He is up for $10 if someone yeah. can produce their payment details yes. uh, because he doesn't carry cash around. So and it I got upgraded to you have to have a machine that I can tap. No, it didn't. I think it did. No, you had to do a business card, remember? They carry oh, around a business okay. card with their bank details yep. that you can direct debit from an app on your phone. Yep. I met someone that has is carrying it. Great. They're out, out there, Jack. <laughs> They're going to get, get you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andrew, okay. let's kick off the show, if we can, with a stroll through our valued and important podcasters okay. uh, database. This database grows by the week. Yep. Jack harvests all the personal data we purchase it off him. Yep. Then we can find out who our listeners are, who our podcasters are, people that have filled out that form. The thing that we always get drawn to is people listing their special skills. Yes. Sometimes we like to see a special skill that reminds us of a different special skill yep. and fight our podcasters against each other like Pokemon. <laughs> Have I used that reference correctly, Jack? <laughs> I mean, Pokemon do fight each other, so yes. How often? Uh, is it I, I mean, kind of all they do? Or? No, no, you go around and you collect Pokemon. I suppose in the Game Boy version, you collect Pokemon and you battle them. So, yeah, 50% of a Pokemon's duties is battle. <laughs> and the other, <laughs> the the other 50% remains possessed. <laughs> the other 50% is waiting to be collected. What's his, what's wait his, what's his other duties? So wait patiently to be collected and battle. And battle when requested. Yeah, I guess they're, it, when they're not battling, when you don't collect them, they're out in the wild. So living like a normal animal would. Oh, that's quite, oh, that's sad. quite sad, isn't it? Because so like, they don't battle in the wild. I don't think so. So they're made to battle by oh their owners. Gosh. Yeah, actually, this is like, like cockfighting. Yeah, so you, they've gone and pulled animals out of the jungle, and they train them up to fight. Do any, any Pokemon ever refuse to fight? And they're not even the same species, are they? They fight. <laughs> don't get into that. So it's like going, oh, here's a gorilla. Good luck against the rhino. Go rhino. 
<laughs> well, it does sound like fun. <laughs> oh, no, I'd like to say that. I don't think that sounds like fun. No, I just say that because rhinos are endangered. Yeah. As are gorillas. Yeah. We're not playing Pokemon. <laughs> We're not making them do no, it. Jack's point, the one that my, loves Pokemon. My point is, that is that the is that the essence of it? I think it is. That well, is yeah. I, I made the reference first because we are making two of our listeners essentially fight each other, but using their special skills today, Ando, yes. because we noticed as we were looking through the data... Hmm. Couple of the two people stood out to us in recent applications, recent people that have filled out the form as having outstanding skills. It's more than a guess, something that people would normally guess, but these people listed as a skill. Yep. First person up is Candy. How yep. are you, Candy? <laughs> Ahoy, gentlemen. Ahoy, Ahoy to you. Ahoy, Candy. Candy. Thank Our you for using the preferred greeting of the show. Our sweet Pokemon. Um, Candy, <laughs> you have listed here your special skill. As hearing money, when someone drops a coin, I can tell you immediately what coin it is without looking at it. Do you stand by that claim, Candy? I stand by it, yes. How often are you getting it right? Uh, I'm going to say 90 to 95%. That's good. That's a great... That's so a great. you'll hear the, the telltale ping of metal on concrete behind you and without turning around, yell out 20. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I know whether, like, if it's a gold, I know to turn around and see if someone's picked it up. And you know whether to stop or not. if it's just a five or a ten, I just let this it go. Right. Too tinny. Could you do it down the phone? Uh, I'll try. Okay. Wow. Okay. Great We appreciate stuff. that. Have you ever, could you detect multiple drops or is it single coin drop only? Ooh. Uh, single drop only, but I'd, again, be willing to try the double. Sounds like single's preferred, and we'll let you just have single. It's down the phone. It's down the phone. Yep. Well, you have single because it's down the phone. Candy, Candy, hold on the line, because the person you're going against, not guessing, better than guessing, yeah. uh, just knowing these for, as facts, is Lachlan. Lockie, how are you, mate? Ahoy, boy. Ahoy, Hello, Lock. Jack. There you go, Jack. Say, G'day, Lock. How are you? Polite. <laughs> Good, how are you? Um, oh, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. You too. Um, <laughs> the, so, Lachlan, what is your special skill as listed on the valued and important podcast of form at hamishnanny.com? Well, I can guess the price of a meal. However, whatever it is, I can guess it. So right. let us get this intrigued us, Lachie. Definitely so if, if we said to you, uh, we went to the cafe and got two toasted ham and cheese sandwiches, mm. a coffee and a bottle of water... You would know the price of that meal, roughly. Great. Within how much? How roughly? <laughs> like within a dollar? Would you say you'd be able to do it within a dollar? I'll go. How about two dollars? Okay. Within two dollars. Two dollars either side. Okay, great. Well, how are we going <laughs> to? So, Nothing so, I love more than having a special skill with an inbuilt and advertised margin of error. So, Haim, how are you going to run name, this? I can name. You tell me the country. I can name any capital. But I get three passes, and I'm allowed to Google once. <laughs> <laughs> so the key is here if we put them both on yeah, hold. We want Let, to, let's, let's establish let's, the rules here. We want to invent a game here where yeah. we can test them against each other because a Hamish Nandy coin is up for grabs. Essentially, we play the game with candy. Yep. We'll drop a coin, see how close she gets. Do we drop one coin or three coins? We drop, we drop three coins. <laughs> Um, we will individually. Yes. See how, see how she, how she goes. Mark down her answers. Yes. So she's going to have a score out of three. Then we go to Lockie. Yep. Do we get it? Let's get a menu from. I've got one up. I'm not going to say just in case he can hear us now. Because we, I think we, I think the important thing for testing Lockie's skill is we have to tell him what type of place it is. Because you can't just go steak. You yep. know what I mean? Like sometimes I could be ten bucks. Sometimes I could be fifty. This is the menu I've got up. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's showing me his computer and I like it. Okay. We're going to take a brief break. We'll yeah. be back in a second. We'll the contest will be on. Yeah. <laughs> 
We're back. We've worked out how these games are going to go down. And, Haim, we also have an opener because people, uh, or two people specifically, Candy and Lachlan, have filled out at HamishDanny.com the valued and important podcast to form, and they listed their special skills uh, as what some people would perceive as guessing. Other people would guess this stuff. They know it. They reckon they know it. Candy can hear the noise of a coin hitting the ground. She knows what coin it is. Lachlan can hear the name of a meal and immediately know the cost of the meal. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So... Before we jump into the actual contest, we made a little song. They vibe it, they know it, it's their gift. So they say. They've got a special skill if you get our drift. Ooh, I see. Mm, but if you don't. We are literally saying it's a special skill Cause it's not just a guess They're genuinely the best Better than everyone That's why we made this scientific test Cause it's not just a guess One of those songs, uh... (laughs) When, when Tina Turner sings it, you know, listening back, why she gives it everything. Because if you just sort of sing it, it seems very slow listening to it back. Was that just me? Yeah, the other thing I reckon. Because <laughs> he's just like, all right. The it other kind thing. of like trucks along at a pretty slow pace. And you're like, I, I checked my watch. Uh, like second line And I knew what was coming up Because when we were singing it We were punching yeah. the air and, like, We thought it was awesome Having a good time But then the listening to it back I think the other problem we had Was quite... all the information in that song We included in the, in the lead up to it So if, if Tina Turner came out Before singing Simply oh, yeah, A few and, things you need to know <laughs> And like as like a I'm just going to sing a little song here About someone Who's better than all the rest uh, Better than anyone Anyone I've ever met Anyway Here it is <laughs> yeah, that would be also problematic for. I, anyway. think, I think that's what added to that feeling of like, oh, oh boy, boy. <laughs> this is a little slow. Yeah. All right, okay. Well, okay. Let's, pace, let's pace it up with some exciting guessing. But it's not just a guess; mm. it's knowledge. Candy, are you ready to go? Yeah. Hamish right, is here's... about to drop one coin. You'll have three different coins, one at a time. As soon as it's dropped, a drone will drop. And that'll add to the tension before you give your guess. Are you ready for coin number one, Kenny? I'm dropping this from a height of one foot onto our desk in here. So it's not concrete. Is the desk okay? Yeah, okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to give us conditions now to okay. weasel out through a loophole. Here we go. Here comes the coin. What was that coin, Candy? I think it was gold. And I think it was a two. It was a 50. It was a 50. That's now, okay. similar weight, I would say. It's a denser coin. Yeah. Um, now, you, but... you, 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 you need to calibrate a little bit, but you're, you're good. Okay. <laughs> Hard over the phone. Oh, yeah. acknowledged. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. Wait till you hear Lockie's meal. It's almost impossible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Coin number two, dropping now. That's I might go $2 again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> As that we, was a 10-cent piece. Um, oh let's go for one more. Sunk cost fallacy. Um, okay, he, uh, last, last one. Last one. <laughs> Dropping now. 
Now, the kind of thing is, <laughs> do you change your guess? You have had a trend up until this point, Candy. Do you adjust the trend or do you really, really think about what you heard and what your heart's telling you? They all just sound so dense over the phone. Yeah, so so, with, go with your heart. What does it feel like to you? Okay. I'm going to go $2 again. Yeah, she got, got it. it. She got it. Got it. <laughs> and got you would have looked like an absolute fool if you'd changed. That took courage. That took courage. That took a lot of courage, which <laughs> will be taken into consideration when the judging comes. One out I of thought, three. I thought you might have tried to trick me with the Hamish and Andy coin. I oh. was thinking of it if you were getting too good, but <laughs> no offence, we didn't need to do <laughs> Did it really need to turn to ramp up the difficulty? <laughs> I think I speak yeah. for everyone in the same way that we can all agree that yeah. song was a bit slow at the start. We can all agree we were hoping for you to get at least one. And you did. You did. You did. One out of three. I was going to say right. eight bad. <laughs> Just one out of three, dot, 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 full stop. <laughs> Candy. Well done. Lockie. Well done. Lockie. Lockie. Here we go, big yeah. fella. Okay. I'm ready. Lockie. Now, you would have to say at this stage, Candy has... Is it's a 400 meter sprint? Mm. She's got 200 meters to go. She's fallen over. Is it a broken angle? <laughs> is it a twist? Can she still get up and win? Mm. It all comes down to whether or not you sprint past her here. She did a good job. She good on good you, Locke. Yeah, that Locke will be not. taken into consideration too in the judging. Um, Locke, Although, ironically, <laughs> that further moves the finish line away from Jordan. Um Locky. Yes. The restaurant is La, La Pochetta. Eat, live, love, Italian. Not sponsored. Yep. You know it. Hashtag know not sponsored. It. Do you know La Paqueta Lock? Do you dine there with your family and your friends? <laughs> know it and love it. Okay. <laughs> okay, then this might play well into your court here. We have ordered a salt and pepper squid, a bowl of wedges, and cheesy garlic bread. Okay. How much is that going to cost us? Now, you know yep. the price points of a... So salt and pepper squid. Yep. Bowl of wedges. Cheesy, cheesy garlic bread. Difficult throwing salt and pepper squid in there. Not a traditional Italian meal. Calamari fritto misti is. <laughs> not a salt and pepper squid. I would say that's more of an Asian dish. I'm going to go. Yep. $21. $21? <laughs> <laughs> Was that someone cheering in the background? That's <laughs> 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 my dog. <laughs> Man's best friend. <laughs> He's dog, got your back. No the dog all. likes it. The dog He's likes it. So can I just get, an, I get a gauge of what you've priced the squid at? <laughs> I, 10.50. <laughs> <laughs> and the wedges? Uh, eight. Okay. Leafy is so garlic bread. bread. An absolute bargain. 350. 2.50. Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, 2.50 for garlic bread. Yeah. Ooh. You are off <laughs> to the tune of $12.70. And no one can believe it, but Candy's won. <laughs> <laughs> Candy has won! Candy! I don't think we can send either of you an H&A coin. <laughs> I just think that... <laughs> I thought we could have sent both of them one. You reckon? Well, they just gave such a great effort. Oh, Jack, you've got the decider here. I say send both. Andy says send none. Send none. I mean, I value the H&A coin very lowly, so for that reason... Send them. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that we hadn't, we hadn't given you one. Guess what, guys? You've got an H&A coin each. Jack still has yeah. none. He has one on loan, but it's not his. <laughs> well done, guys. Thank you, boys. Oh, no, well done. I mean, no, thanks for being part of the show. It's, what I, it's probably more accurate. <laughs>
Hey, I was talking to a friend of mine, Joe, mm-hmm. who was on a beach with her husband and she was complaining that the husband wasn't listening to her, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went... Uh, okay. Right, so husband... Sunny day? So the husband was on his phone. Um, okay. It was when the cricket scandal happened and okay, he, gotcha. was, he was just in... Loved all the articles. Sorry. Either, so she was speaking to him, asking him questions. He wasn't responding. I, my head... You know in my head, uh, you know, my head went to... What? He was distracted. Oh right, no, no. Yeah. He uh, there was. I don't. Well, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like yes. it's he, maybe they don't go to the beach a lot, <laughs> yeah, and he might have been working a lot over summer. And there was more skin than usual. First time he was at the beach all summer. Like he thought, get one beach trip in before we lose the good weather. Yeah. And yeah, he's he seen take, what he's seen. What he's seen. Taking it in. And he was overwhelmed. No. <laughs> Can't happen. <laughs> no? It sounded like you were talking from experience yep. over there. Seen what he's seen. Oh, <laughs> hang on a sec. Who's that in the green bikini? Okay, play it cool. Uh, for example. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, it wasn't that. Yep. He was just in his phone. He wasn't paying any attention, right? Gotcha. And so I went, oh, gosh, you're on a beach. You're not getting a response. And it's like you're talking to Wilson. Yeah. Right. Uh, referring to Castaway. And she went, oh, not really. And I went, what do you mean? She goes, well, Wilson always talks back. And I went. She didn't think uh, home improvement. Yeah, she did. She <laughs> The guy over the, the, guy over the <laughs> fence who our younger listeners pause the podcast, Google Tim Allen, Home Improvement, Best Wilson Chats. If you then have time, sub-Google Best Tool Time Antics and you can see a lot of funny stuff on, on she thought, Tim the Toolman Taylor's show. She thought I was referring to the neighbour who lives next door to Tim Allen yep. on Home Improvement. Who Still uh, on new apps? <laughs> uh, do you know, surely, do you know how they'd be like, we bought back Will and Grace? Oh, it'll come back. It's coming back. Yeah, we'll come I mean, the Roseanne's back. Yeah, it'll come back. Anyway. God, if, man. <laughs> he was an old man, though, for, Wilson. For, he might still be around. <laughs> yeah, but we never saw him. Part of his character is you only saw the do- his eyes yeah. over a fence. They can be replaced. They can replace him. They or can use the same shots like- as previous and just... <laughs> Just dub it over. <laughs> Put Gene Hackman in there or something. Anyway, she thought I was the, the reference I was making was about Wilson from Home Improvement. And I was like, well, no, no, he wasn't coming back with quips. But it made me wonder what a different film it would be <laughs> if instead of uh, Tom Hanks's counterpart being a volleyball with a handprint on it and a face painted on top of that. I hope, Andy, uh, rather than just making this whimsical notion, mm. you've, um, you've made something for us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wilson! 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 Hi, Jim. I'm just testing my maracas. Wilson! Just hosing off my rocks. Wilson! You've been hearing all sorts of what? Scratching noises? Yeah! So what did you do? I have been fire! Mm-hmm. Wilson! Well, fear is perfectly natural. Everybody's afraid of something. Never again, never again. Sure, good buddy. You're okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, Wilson. Oh, that's all right, neighbor. <laughs> Different film. Different film. But Jeez, what made me really laugh good. is when you said uh, to everyone to pause their podcast and go and Google <laughs> Wilson Best Hanks. It's in there on YouTube and that's where I got all that from. <laughs> <laughs> I've just heard it. I've just heard it all. He sounds different than I remember Wilson. That's how he sounds. No, no, I mean, I'm not accusing you <laughs> of finding an American voice because you couldn't find enough Wilson grabs on YouTube. But, you know, I remember very romantically, like, he was always, like, full of 
Uh, like, I think his voice was deeper than that. He was, like, full of wisdom. No, you're thinking of James Earl Jones. Ah, uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, Darth Wilson. <laughs> hey, Ando. Hmm. Um, quick question. You, you watch a lot of sport. Mm-hmm. You know how they've got the tennis, the Masters tour? Yes. Which I think is quite popular. Like, yep. you get Agassi and all the old tennis yeah, players yeah. playing and, like, you know, Steffi Graf. They sport. do it with the golf as well. Yep. Um, not all sports lend themselves to masters, do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> because I was just thinking, there are some sports, maybe this is because the Commonwealth Games were on a little while back, there are some sports where you're like, this is good only because we're witnessing a human being at the limits of what a human can do. Yeah. Like, masters, long jump, <laughs> <laughs> for example. Yeah. I feel you'd never, yeah. you would never go, ah, oh, you know, he was great in the 90s. <laughs> Let's go see if he's still got it. I think it's on a bell curve. (laughs) I think it's boring for like from 30-year-olds plus it's boring until they get to about 80. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was saying reverse bell curve. It's a dip. So it's a dip. So I, I Anyone past 100 doing anything <laughs> is amazing. It's impressive. That's true, so, actually. So I would go and watch the Masters 5K. Yeah, if it was a 100-metre sprint and you had to be 85 plus, <laughs> I yeah. think that gets exciting again. That's but, yeah. true. If you're in that zone where it's like, all right, 50 to 65, just moving your body is not impressive. Yeah, like it's, it's, You should, <laughs> yeah. and we support health. Yeah. But just going, I'm just, I'm just yeah, I'm, mm. I, I'm just pushing out a shot put and it's nowhere near a world record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you're gonna, yeah, you're right. You're going to have to get back to us in 30 years mm. when you're through throwing something Where, that would break your contemporary's arms. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they should have a healthy 100-year-old next to you who tries to pick it up and it snaps his arm. We go, Thank you, Fred. Thank you for your time uh, and your service to humanity. And now we're going to see... Another 100-year-old's <laughs> actually Arthur, put it. Who... <laughs> Who says he can do it without breaking his arm? <laughs> Even if he picks it up and goes, I'm not feeling it, and puts it back down, you go, well, at least he didn't break his arm. Because suddenly more, it's also suddenly more courageous. Because for some of the 100 metre sprints, you're actually, your life's on life. <laughs> Every race, every race, every like race. Die. Like you think about. It, I already am beginning to go. I've got to just keep my eye on. I sometimes trip over, and and I recover. But you don't when you're seventy. Anytime you lose contact with the earth over the age of sixty, it's a panic moment. That's why a hundred year old, yeah, maybe Masters long jump is exciting. It is very like, exciting. They're off the ground. 80, 70, 80 plus. 70, 80 plus. Yeah, but yes. in the middle. Six, six, boring like, my, if I'm watching my dad do a long jump, even if it was the former champion. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. Boring as bad poop. <laughs> hey, Ando. Mm. The other uh, the other weekend, I just there are little moments where you, ele- you elevate, you got one level in your dad experiences. Yep. Um, first ever kinder working bee for oh, me. Oh, you as went a to dad. a working bee? Went to the working bee. And felt like I was... How'd you, how'd you go in? Because so, you can either go in and go, oh, this is going to be annoying yeah. and be one of those dads who doesn't do anything. And you can get away with that. Sure. Or you can go in going, I'm going to try and direct traffic and really get some stuff done. I went in, this is my this is my thought process going in. Yep. I'm not going to be, the biggest mistake, I'm a big fan of the show Survivor. Yep. Biggest mistake people can make at camp day one is be a leader. Yep. It annoys everyone else. Yes. Best thing you can do is be a team player and just a diligent worker. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to go in here and impress the other mums and dads by mm. just being a diligent worker. Yep. Doing what I'm told. Yep. Helping out. Maybe having an opinion here and there. Yeah. But who, I, who took the reins? Well, maybe? Adam's the head of the kinder. All right, so he's he's yeah. the, and I knew Adam. He's he's sending out the email. I was oh, first to respond. Well, yeah, sorry, I didn't realise. Oh, but the... it's interesting you say that because once, you, here, so here's what happens, right? First, my first real experience as a dad. I remember going as a kid to working bees, but yeah. it's very different when you're a parent. Yeah, or well, you have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or do you? Yeah. So the mums and dads come in. 
immediately, mm. and look, I will generalise here because none of the mums felt the need to do this, but mm. be, in the dads, there was two distinct groups. Dads that had worn work boots yes. and dads that came in sneakers. Yes. I wore oh, work boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brand new ones, I guess. Well, the drumming seen. ones. The, dr- <laughs> the, ones I wore, the ones I wore last year as a baggage handler. Yes. Which are not, not just work boots, but they're personalised work boots. Yes. So I'm leaving the house. So he goes, what are you dressed like that as? I go, I'm going to the working <laughs> beat. The kinder's only a block away. Yeah. So she's, And I was like, well, I was early. So I was like, do you want me to go and get your coffee? She goes, you can't go like that. I went, what are you talking yeah. about? I'm just in shorts, work boots, a polar fleece. Yeah. And so I goes, we well, can't go to the bloody milk bar and costume. Why not? <laughs> and it's not a costume, honey. It's this is what I'm wearing to work in. And <laughs> You've so never then, worked in your life that so looks like a costume. Sonny comes down and goes, well, you're dressed as a builder for. <laughs> Guys, it's not a costume. I'm doing real manual labour. Anyway, I loved walking around the neighbourhood mm-hmm. in the in the gear. Get into the kinder, work boot dads and I, like already going. One guy went too far and bought like gloves, like. Uh, oh, yeah. But that, that's my dad's. So I can't really have a okay. go. Dad, well, he bought, dad used to bring multiple pairs of gloves to hand out okay. to people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so immediately I looked at that dad and I went, I think that's too far. Work boots <laughs> is cool. Yeah, my dad would be too far. I get assigned to bury. There's some loose tyres uh, in the back. The, <laughs> bury yeah. loose tyres? Yeah. <laughs> that. Not that, a bad job. That was worse jobs. All right. Bury loose tyres as well. Bury, bury them in a half circle so they become little seats. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Let me finish. I'm not just hiding them. Oh, we'll just chuck them over the fence if we're doing that. <laughs> what the kinder would become landfill. Well, There's a, a lot of, the of stuff... barrels of oil. Can you bury them as well? Mate, they were probably used in another bit. One of the things you, the kids play on the kinder is the half a chassis of a car. It's like a pretty, yes. it's a pretty rustic kinder. We love it. So they're like, all right, Haim, you're on this. And I got teamed up with a sneaker dad. So yeah, I'm like, oh, right. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sneaking yeah. so that's not going to know what he's doing. I better you don't either. <laughs> but I'm like, uh oh, pressure's on me here because yeah. he's looking at me going, "I'm with a work boot, Dad." He'll <laughs> <laughs> know what to do. Yes. So I'm. We sort of had to put bury the tires half in the ground, half out of the ground mm. in a little semicircle to make like a little camp kitchen for mm. the kids. So we're chucking around a few ideas. Anyway. Sneaker dad gets on the end of a shovel, can dig, yeah. right? So I'm like, gee, sneaker dad's all right. Yep. He's flying through it. Yep. And I'm, you know, we're hitting some clay, no worries. He goes and gets a crowbar. We're throwing a crowbar around, mm. digging through clay. Like, gee, sneaker dad's all right. Turns out he's a tradie. He's a builder. All right. So lesson one, yeah. do not judge a dad by his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> sneaker dads yeah. can often be tradies in hiding, right? Yes. And and work boot dads yeah. can be in costumes. <laughs> so you, you don't <laughs> you know, know who's who. Know. Yes. The annoying thing was he had a, quite a much larger tyre, yes. which obviously once you bury it, that's really buried in the ground, like a yes. car tyre. Yes. I buried a small tyre first just to get warmed up. <laughs> oh, we, were, we, were burying, you could lift. <laughs> we were burying five tyres in a row, <laughs> yeah. right? I bury a small one. And Some it, parents had bought kids, which was kind of instruction, don't bring your kids, it's a working, there's going to be tools. Yep. These two young boys, like five, six years old, as I'm digging hole number two, I was pretty proud of my first tire I yep. buried. As I'm digging hole number two, they run over to my tire, just rip it out of the ground. <laughs> like it wasn't a big enough tire to really bury yeah. with enough soil on it. Didn't have a strong enough foundation. To pin it into the ground. They just were like yanking it. I'm like, oh, guys, you're going to hurt your back. It's pretty heavily buried. <laughs> rip. <laughs> Pulled it out. So shamed me a little bit. Yep. Um, but luckily no one really saw that. And Sneaky Dad was cool. He was like, don't worry, man, we'll just bury bigger tires. Like, I don't think the little ones will last. I yep. was like, yeah, I was just warming up on that one. Anyway, I'm going to bury a tractor tire in a second. You're going to be very jealous. Yes. That all dies down. Hmm. Towards the end of the day, uh, it was only a two-hour working bee. The sausage sizzle fires up. Yep. Me and Sneaky Dad have done great stuff. Yep. Every, like People are commenting on how good the camp kitchen looks. We've yep. worked up a sweat. 
But I knew I had an ace up my sleeve because mm-hmm. Adam, the head of the kinder, had gone, hey, here's a list of tools we need for the working bee. Does anyone have a high-pressure hose? Now, because I only live a block away, I'd immediately reply to Adam going, yeah, Matt, I've got a high-pressure washer. I'm me, very, Adam, me. Me, me. Yeah, me. <laughs> me. I'm very Adam, good please, at it. Me, In fact, me, me, me. tell the other dads, don't bring you. I've got it. Yep. I'd bought it and left it hidden away. I knew people wouldn't have really seen it. Yep. Adam had said to me at the start, because I came in with it, obviously yep. I was excited to use it, and he goes, oh, we'll just we'll do it last yeah. because I'm going to get you to wash down all the concrete because it's got a lot of grime on it, wash yep. all the sand and everything off. So towards the end of the day, uh, it was all dying down. That's when I saw my opportunity. And actually, Ando, I've sort of written a small story here, and I, oh, that's great. why I've asked you to get the guitar because yes. I just feel like the last chapter of The Working Bee would be appropriate to put to music as... I went over and I got the high-pressure hose, mm-hmm. the high-pressure system out, as all the other dads mingled around and no one had really said, now we're having sausages. Yep. But the sausage sizzle had started up, so they, you could tell dads were sort of torn between going, do I still work or am I allowed to stop now and have a sausage? <laughs> but I began high-pressure hosing and yes. this is what happened. Okay. So I go behind the shed and I pull out my high-pressure hose. The other dads turn to me. They know in an instant I've become something they could only dream of. I am High Pressure Hose Dad. High Pressure Hose Dad. The most impressive of dads at the working bee. Half man, half cleaning machine. But before I begin hosing, I know I'll need some extension cables to do the job. The other dads looked on, hoping I wouldn't find enough cables and my time at the top of the food chain would be short-lived, but I'd already found three extension cables and when I connected them I did that trick where you intertwine the ends so they can't be pulled apart mid-spray, causing an embarrassing loss of power. You literally have all the power. So I begin spraying. But with great hydraulic power comes great responsibility. I knew I had to get my washing system right so there could be no criticism. But did you make sure you sprayed the pavement in a neat grid? I did spray the pavement in a neat grid. Good for you, high pressure hose dad. I was killing it. Grime was being blasted away. The dads who'd never seen one in real life just stared. And the dads who knew how good high pressure hosing is just gazed on with poorly hidden jealousy. Look upon high pressure hose dad and marvel at his finely focused jet spray of water. But the appeal was too much for one dad who was inching closer, eyes wide, mesmerised by my jet, and he clearly wanted to experience the power for himself. I doubled my seriousness on my face to send a clear, unspoken message to him. We might send our kids to this kinder to teach them to share, but this daddy, no, 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 he's not sharing his hose. He didn't get the message. He sidled up to me and hands twitching in anticipation of having a go tried his hardest to shortcut his way into the alpha dog status. He said, hey, if you want to go and get a sausage from the sausage sizzle, I'm happy to take over for a bit. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's not going to happen, mate. But hey, why don't you go and get me a sausage and feed it to me, the king, because I am... High pressure Holstead! I'm the king of dads who can't be challenged! It was great. I flooded the back of the kind of it, apart from that. <laughs> it's pretty good. Really good flaws. Hey, I'm fresh off the impromptu song. Yeah. Uh, that was great, by the way. Yeah. All I said to you was pick five chords. Yeah. And you really, you really brought it home. Um, the 
it made me think. Gee, we've just we've just written that song. We've got another song that we are promising the people. Yeah, it's our learning to to surf song. Um, coming together, coming together, coming together. We talked to uh, Lane Beachley last week on the show uh, for a seven-time world champion surfer, and she gave us a lot of areas that we should be concentrating on. The one I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about was, she said, on average, you hold your breath for eight seconds under the water. That's as long. That doesn't seem right. As long as a dumping can happen. So she said, you've got to learn to hold your breath. Well, she said it sort of sarcastically, like, can you hold your breath for eight seconds, mm. which... Like a cat could do that. <laughs> and we <laughs> all not, know they're the not even, They wouldn't even know about holding breath. They wouldn't. Cats actually wouldn't. No. A cat would have never consciously gone, I better hold my breath here. Yeah. Wouldn't, what do they hold it for? Yeah. If so, another cat farts, they just breathe it. They would never. <laughs> they don't go underwater. No. They don't go into outer space. Yeah. And that's not going to help you anyway if you're in outer space. So they would never have held their breath. Yes. So. Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> HamishNandy.com, hit yeah, us up. Hit us up. Proved, show me an instance in history where a cat's held its breath. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought eight seconds seemed short as well. Yeah. And what I would think, though, is we'd want to train to hold it for much longer than that anyway, even if the average is eight seconds. I, I was... if, we, if our personal best is eight seconds and we're going out there and then we're panicking. You don't want to be doing a PB under pressure. No, exactly. So I would say... I thought, it was, I thought you were meant to be able to hold your breath for minutes if you're a surfer. I can't hold my breath for more than 45 seconds. So say if we... What if we pitched it at like 20 seconds? Yep. Like let's, let's all aim to do that as beginners. I think in the song we should have a, an instrumental part <laughs> where, yeah, yep. where he goes, like, or a solo, and he goes, and everybody, and everyone, hold your breath, or <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever as happens. a new dance move. <laughs> and then we play out this. Oh, I thought you were trying to sneak the trumpet in to go, uh, we should have a, a wind instrument <laughs> no, that no. has a 20-second long bit where you can't have breathed. Yeah, okay, I'm saying what you're saying. We could do that, but mine was all mine was more t- teaching people the length. Yeah. So when they wipe out, you sing that, it to yourself you underwater. To, you sing you sing yourself the instrumental. Yeah. You play it along in your head and you'd be underwater going, This isn't good. I'm still trapped under that rock. Yeah. I know I'm coming to the end of the guitar bit. Then we've just got the bongos. And maybe then a, I need to breathe again. <laughs> that's it. And maybe a countdown halfway through. So yeah. it just goes like Nearly, you know, you're so doing so, great. and everyone hold your breath. We come into a little bit of a guitar riff, whatever it is. And then it's like ten, like <laughs> <after> ten, <laughs> nearly there. Don't panic. Your body's got more oxygen <laughs> than you think. <laughs> that kind of vibe out of the instrumental, just to get everyone thinking that. <laughs> you we... sometimes hear stories of people holding their breath for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the tune, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rap breakdown about breath. You keep oh. getting tempted into trying to invent it on the spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we I have think to keep giving... reminding people this isn't the song yet. <laughs> this isn't... We want giving the song a bad name. We, we want people. <laughs> like get excited, the song's going to be incredible. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, we're happy with that idea for an instrumental. I love it. I really love it. I love an inbuilt educational whole part. Breath in- <laughs> yeah, whole breath instrumental. Perfect. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, I'm chatting to a mate of ours, Marty, but more longtime friend sure. uh, of primary mine. primary school friend, kindergarten. Marty. He doesn't remember that. <laughs> He's, he has vague, vague memories of you being around, but he said things really began to click in year one. Yeah. Um, so, Marty, this morning, right, and we're going to play golf uh, on the weekend. Cool. And we're talking, he was like vibing out the pickup, should we do it, go in one car? Yeah. And then I started telling him a story, right? And I just got the vibe. Had you finished talking about the car? Yes. It's okay. like. So it wasn't just mid 
No, no. Mid logistics uh, chat. He, he, he just... knew he was going to pick me up, and I said, "Oh, by the way, just before you go," and started telling him a story. And I was watching this amazing David Attenborough documentary. <laughs> no, and I thought the story was good. What was it about? Broad strokes. Uh, broad strokes. It's about a friend of ours called Prousey. Yep. Whose wife is a Pilates instructor. Yep. And I'd gone to this Pilates place for a whole year. Wow. And thought it was a different. I thought his wife was a different person. So for uh, the entire year. Uh, Personal story of yeah. a mistaken identity. Yes, with the added twist of a one-year time frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll add, I'll add actually a little bit more in. I asked the because because Prousey's preg- his wife's pregnant. Yep. And I said, "Oh wow, how's how's it all going? How's the pregnancy going?" To the wrong lady with the classic clangor. <laughs> yes. Of uh, inquiring about and a that, pregnancy to a non-pregnant lady. And that's when Beck said, "What the hell were you talking about with Abby?" And I said, "Isn't that Sammy Prousey's yeah. wife?" She said, "No." That was the story, right? I thought a good story, not publicly. I wish I hadn't told her on this, but it was more just between okay. two, two mates that were... That, that's, <laughs> I suppose it's better than sitting on the phone in silence. <laughs> but halfway through the story, I got the feeling Marty just didn't want to hear. Yeah, well, he's not a showstopper. Really, <laughs> and look, similar to this, I've, yeah, I've yeah. had to rush the delivery and, and sure, not you've get butchered the, it a little. <laughs> and not get the best don't do, out Please of don't do it again properly because we know what happens. <laughs> okay, okay. So... He was like, all right, cool, cool, mate, see ya. And he kind of hung up. What did you and want from him? What I'd like to know is, was he rushed? Was he going somewhere? Uh, did you think he was distracted? I think he was distracted rather than the story. I think the story was good enough and he was distracted. Good enough for what response, though? What were you after? Oh, just, oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait in, to tell Prousey. Come in a little down. <laughs> so, <laughs> your, your, so your, your, your feedback quote is off for today. Yep. You, and horrible to do it on a podcasting day too because yeah. oh, confidence was shot. Yeah, you would have been going to the phone call going, boy, oh boy, have I got a zinger here for Ken Dog. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm avoiding all stories today's show because yeah. I've been shot. You should. Yeah. You should because your radar's <laughs> off. You're right. It's like that time where there were, you remember in the 60s there's that story of the guy going, oh my God, Russia's launched 200 missiles at yeah. us. Yeah. But it was a glitch. The radar was off. Your radar was off. off. Yeah, and, and they, um, they got it back working, their radar. Luckily, I hope today cool heads will prevail <laughs> and we don't have a disaster on our hands. Let's call Marty though and just see whether it was story-based or whether Do you want was, to? Yes. Whether it was an outside... This is a huge gamble because you're... Environmental issue. You're gambling <laughs> on him being distracted. And if he wasn't, this is going to shatter your confidence even worse, mm-hmm. isn't it? Oh, he probably knows it's us. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear the story you know, again. you've called Marty. Please Smart. Leave a message. Best Smarty. Best. <laughs> Best. <laughs> Oh, I, beg, I beg of you, you're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing yourself. Get on to him. <laughs> all right, well, you're all, you're all in on this. You are all in. This, you might have to go home if this doesn't. Me and Jack will just do the rest of the podcast. Because if he goes, yeah, mate, I heard it. I thought it stunk. <laughs> you've called him now twice. Borderline. Yeah, you've called Marty. Please let him oh, no, mate. I'm I, calling just, him on. No, Andy, let it go. I'm calling him on speaker. Let it go. Maybe, he might just, private number. maybe he's just already heard the story from someone else or... Oh, mate, maybe just getting a mistaken identity story is not as exciting as you think. I love you, mate. We've been friends for so long. Don't, no one wants to see you go out like this. <laughs> just for the pain. you've called Marty. He knows what's up, okay? He doesn't want to talk to you. You bored him this morning. He'll get back to us. <laughs> oh, no. No, I know. We have to wait till he does. Just missed a call from Marty. Okay, we're calling him back. Calling, calling him back. back. Sorry, guys, I had to take a short break. Yeah. 
And he said, literally said, can I call you back from a private number? He said, what's he it get, about? He gets nervous. He gets nervous. <laughs> oh, mate, one second has passed. We know he's near the phone. G'day, you've called me. Oh, no. <laughs> Please, for the sake. Think about all the people listening to this commuting, like hoping that they downloaded this podcast to go, I wonder what the boys have got for me today. It can't just be us calling Marty. Am I going again, Andy? <laughs> I'm going again, going again, going again. No, this is terrible. Everyone else has gone home. The, the barman's putting the stools up. Hey, man, she's not coming back. <laughs> G'day, you've called Marty. Please leave a message. You know what I think he thinks it's about? Yep. Now, and now I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> Silly boy, Marty. Yeah. And it's not about this, but Marty on the weekend took his new girlfriend away. Right? Oh, no, you're burning him. And he's gone, he's gone nuclear on Marty because he wouldn't pick up. And I said, oh, yeah. I'm going to text Marty. Mate, your relationship's hanging in the balance and he's destroying you on the podcast. You've got to call back. I oh, know. He said he can't, mate. He's at work. All right. <laughs> now, you, now you're at a juncture here. Give us the story. Um, Burn him. <laughs> <laughs> give us the story. No, I won't give you the story. Oh! <laughs> give it to us on the explicit show. Oh, it's not no, rude. Give it, give it. <laughs> I suppose I could tell it and add a few F words, but yeah. no, it's it's not it's, it's, not, it's bad. not bad. Tell us. Okay. He, well, you are. I mean, um, some he, sort of Marty content. Okay. He, he went. He went. It's not a great day for you in stories. <laughs> no, that's the worry. <laughs> this is, and he's coming in at pre-season. He's had four broken legs. <laughs> he's lining up for the first match. He um. He, uh, <laughs> I said, I said, you can pick up. He's like, what's it about? He really wants to know what it's about. I reckon he thinks it's about this. But anyway, he, new girlfriend. Yeah. And he said, I go, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to take uh, her away on the, uh, to the Murray, Murray River. Yep. And uh, I'm going to go up there for some camping. I was like, oh, that's nice. He goes, with my brother, his wife and their kids. Like, oh, wow, introducing, like, the new girlfriend Fast into to a family. family and camping. Yep. I mean, camping's tough. Camping's revealing. Family. It's revealing. Family's, family's tough as well. Family also reveals. So he doubled down. Anyway, I turned him a text and said, how's the trip going, right? And he just sent me back a selfie of him with his girlfriend and a tow truck driver because his car broke down on the way there and he was towing a boat. And so both of them had to wait for a tow truck to come get his car, tow back the car and the boat, and he she, he sat next to her, and they got towed back to Melbourne. Right? Is that the end of the story? <laughs> <laughs> you were always going to say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, just floating down. <laughs> Cannot wait for Hamish's next story. <laughs> right. Are you done? <laughs> cool. I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, that was pretty good. That was good. That was, that was an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> I was fighting. I was just fighting for no reaction. Yeah. Um, the, no, uh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Have we done enough for the show? Are we going to keep going? Um, we had one more thing, but let's leave it. Let's go out of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll see everyone. We'll see everyone next week. Yeah, why don't you shake it off? <laughs> you have to shake it off. I'd hate for you to go into a story now, pal. You got one? No, because we've got some good stuff. <laughs> no, nothing's happened to me. Uh, <laughs> see you next week. See you next week. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.